podcast, where college and university leaders, thinkers, and innovators come to learn practical and proven strategies for improving retention rates, graduation rates, and overall student success. Are you ready? Let's go. And welcome back to another episode of the Ascend Podcast. I'm Jared Tippetts, and as always, I have with me Eric Kirby. Good to see you. Hey, Jared. Good to be with you. And I am excited for today's uh, episode, Eric. We're going to dig into something that falls under the data part of the Ascend model, where we're going to look at how institutions can use existing data that you know is on campus, easy to access data points to really dig in and see what sorts of things we can do to influence certain subpopulations of students. Oftentimes, I find, Eric, that institutions have so much data, but yet we're not always great at using this simple, easy data that is out there for us. So what sorts of easy data exists out there for uh, folks like us that aren't institutional research people that we could actually dig into, though, and make sense of? Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And I think it, it's important that well, the realization that we came to that every single student counts and consequently, you can't treat every student the same way when it comes to student success and retention. So trying to figure out ways to um, pool or, or find pockets of students that you can specifically target becomes very relevant. So working with our IR office, we looked into what are the biggest predictors of student success, retention, persistence at our institution. And we found 15 main points that helped us quickly identify uh, which students were mo- at, most at risk, and so we could we could really dive into to those efforts. Yeah, so those 15 points that Eric referenced that we saw as more predictive than maybe some of the n- more nuanced or obscure data points were the following. Uh, students' first semester GPAs, students' high school GPAs, the difference between their high school cumulative GPA and then their first semester GPA. And that one was kind of interesting. We looked at their class standing, meaning did they come to the institution with concurrent enrollments or AP credits? As you might imagine, students that come with uh, high school from high school with college credit are oftentimes a little bit more motivated academically. We also looked at gender. We know that gender has influence, right, Eric, between um, our male students, for example, are not retaining at the same rates as our female students. Yeah, and I think it's important with the, these top five that you, you mentioned, this is actually the order of, of relevance at, at our institution. So it was really surprising for us to find that first semester GPA was the biggest predictor of whether that student would, would retain or not. Now that little piece of knowledge allowed us to immediately say, great, how do we then start getting touch points of how a student is doing throughout their first semester. Uh, a, a second week assessment, a third week assessment, a midterm assessment. And this immediately allowed us to start targeting and going after students uh, with, with, these, with these top five that you just went through. Yeah, so we knew we had to spend more time on students who appeared to be struggling in their first semester early on. We also knew that students that came to our institution with high school GPAs under a certain metric we had to spend more time on. Students who came in with more credit from high school, we needed to spend less time on those students, like I mentioned. Uh, Gender, same thing. We better spend more time with our male students than our female students, at least initially to get them connected. And then it goes on to things like age, 
uh, ACT subscores in math and science and English. Um, residency, Eric, that was an interesting one. Yeah, we, we found out that our out-of-state students actually retained higher rates, which was surprising to us. So, so a lot of this countered some assumptions we were making. We looked at housing was our, our, in our top 10 as far as whether you live on campus or off campus. 7% increase in retention for those that live, live on campus. And then rounding out kind of that, that top 15 race, ethnicity, college, and the major you're enrolled in. Uh, if they listed they intend to transfer and then how many DFWs you have. Now there were other touch points we looked at as well and we'd encourage you to look at and Jared will run us through some of these but at the end of the day they were not as predictive as we initially thought they would be. Jared walk us through a few others that maybe schools should look at. Yeah we thought maybe if a student was married that that would have a larger impact on their likelihood to retain whether or not they had dependent status or children or someone that they were taking care of. Veteran status. We thought maybe veteran students um, may or may not retain at the same rates. Um, depending on which states they're from, which county they're from, from our, uh, from within the state of Utah where we lived, maybe even by high school. One thing that was interesting is when we looked at retention rates by high school, uh, you would start to see these patterns. And in fact, we have multiple high schools in our little community here. And we even found that students from one high school were retaining at significantly higher rates than students from the other high school. So that allowed us to go after those students um, who came from the high school that wasn't succeeding at the same rate. Um, we looked at size of high school graduating class. We looked at their, uh, whether or not they were a student athlete, whether or not they came in with scholarships. Did they meet with their academic advisor over the summer? Did they, what sort of involvement were they in in clubs or organizations in high school? We even collect students' personality types, whether they're introverted or extroverted, in that uh, new student onboarding survey that we do. And we discovered that introverted students were retaining at lower rates than extroverted students. So that even influenced what we started to do to support those students. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in summation of this, the, the reason this is so important is one for institutions like ours where we don't have unlimited resources it helps us target our resources to, to get our best bang for our buck to know exactly which students the, the second thing is it allows us to test our assumptions so many assumptions out there on on which students are set up to to maybe not do as as good or as, as others but this allows us to really hone in and, and test our assumptions so give it a whirl. It's a great exercise to go through. It gets everyone on the same page. It allows for that targeted specific outreach and it allows you to start moving the needle on these, these pockets that maybe are being overlooked or assuming or, or we assume are doing just fine. Yeah, we do know data matters, right? But let's not overcomplicate data and how we use it in identifying at-risk students. So we wish you well in your journey to explore your campus data. And we hope that through uh, a quick analysis of different data uh, points, you'll be able to move the needle of retention on your campus. We wish you luck. See you soon. You've been listening to the Ascend podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, we hope you'll give us a like on your preferred listening platform and leave us a review. We also would invite you to connect with us on LinkedIn by simply searching for us, Jared Tippetts and Eric Kirby, where we would love to continue discussing today's topic with you. And for more practical and proven strategies, just like the one you learned about today, check out our book, 
Ascend to Higher Retention Rates, Practical Strategies for Increasing Student Retention, Completion, and Student Success, which can be purchased on Amazon.com or on our website, www.tippetskirby.com. We'll be back again soon with another podcast. Until then, keep on raging.